Imagine living your life after 50 and feeling energized and excited about your future. Welcome to the Women in the Middle podcast, the podcast for women who are ready to figure out what they want and create the life they deserve. Here's your host and master certified life coach, Susie Rosenstein. Hey there, welcome back to the podcast, Women in the Middle. I'm your host, Susie Rosenstein, your master certified coach and midlife mentor. And I'm so glad to be here with you again for this week's episode, which is all about how to make new friends after 50. I have to admit, this was one of the surprising topics that came up when I started coaching midlife women in all kinds of ways, too. So we're going to explore it together and have fun with it. And you won't be surprised if you have a few flashback moments to the playgrounds of your past. (laughs) when you were young and really focused on friendships in the playground. But before we get started, I wanted to make sure that you know about the awesome free gift that I have for you on my website. It's called Top 10 Insightful Questions to Reimagine Your Life After 50. It's a quick and easy to use little guide that features 10 great questions to really give you something to think about when it comes to what you want and what you don't want to run out of time to do. You know, to shake you up a little bit. The idea is that your answers to these questions will push you to reimagine what's possible for you and how you can think about your life and what you want for your next chapter a little differently and way more intentionally. As you know, when you want to make a change, nothing happens by accident. And this free guide will really help you be happier, more confident, and finally find yourself again. And who doesn't want that? Head over to www.susierosenstein.com forward slash 10 questions and grab your free download there. And I know you're going to have fun with it. All right, let's dive into today's topic, how to make new friends after 50. Have you noticed that this is an issue in your life? Here are five common reasons that your friend circle may not be what it used to be. First, your kids grew up. (laughs) So here's the thing. You may not have even noticed how social you were with the parents of your kids' friends and teammates. You spent years supporting your kids, going to concerts, watching games, waiting in the waiting room for classes to end, being on parent councils, and that sort of thing. It was easy to hang out with the other parents, and a lot of the time, that filled your social need. And now the kids started to drive themselves, or maybe they moved out, so that whole pocket of easy socializing just disappeared. Second, maybe you're single now. Whatever the reason, becoming single later in life usually means your friend circle changes, either because you or your friends needed to pick a side, or there's just not a good fit anymore with some of these married friends. Third, you grew apart. Not all long-term relationships with friends are created equal. Some just don't stand the test of time. You may not be at the same stage of life anymore, or perhaps you've just grown apart for a variety of reasons. Fourth, you downsized and moved, or decided to spend a good chunk of the year in a second home, like if you became a snowbird and wanted to spend the winter in a warmer climate. (laughs) One of my personal dreams. (laughs) In that case, you're leaving friends and you're in a new place without a lot of friends. And fifth, you were lazy with your friendships. Like so many other things in life, if you're not intentional about your friendships, they may not be all that you want them to be. 
It's easy to rely on old patterns that may have you only responding to invitations or relying on others to initiate fun things. It's also so easy for time to fly, and before you know it, way too much time has passed without you seeing each other. So I'm sure there are more than these five common reasons that you may find yourself wanting to expand your social circle these days, but this is a start. So let's get your head around all of it, because it's a lot. Let's keep digging into this topic a bit more. Here are some questions to ask yourself to look for clues that this might be a midlife situation that you can improve on purpose. Ask yourself, do you find yourself feeling lonely sometimes? Like you feel sad or perhaps even abandoned because you don't have somebody around? Do you feel alone, like you just don't have the friends that you wished you'd had? Does your social calendar have gaping holes and maybe you just don't have that much to do and not enough friends to do anything with? Does that resonate? Do you miss having some gals around that you know you can always call, even if it's just to gab on the phone with or to go for a walk? Are you aware of your tendency to rely on Zoom or FaceTime more often than not as a way of getting together because it's easy and you don't have to go anywhere or deal with parking? Did you get used to staying at home way more than normal during the pandemic? And maybe you find yourself saying no to social invitations because you just don't feel like it. Are you in the mood to travel, but you just don't have anyone to travel with? Do you still pick up the phone or do you rely solely on Facebook Messenger or some other kind of app when it comes to connecting with a few friends, maybe a few that you still have? Are you afraid to do things alone, like go for a walk or try a new class or go anywhere alone? Well, if these questions resonated with you even a little bit, it might be time to be way more intentional about your friendships. (laughs) The thing is, it's not uncommon to have some personal growth and development along the way, especially over the past few decades. Uh Uh-oh, that was Dee Dee. I don't know if you heard her or not. She's on a perch really close to me. (laughs) Sometimes she chimes in. Sometimes I have to move her to another room. So I thought today was okay. We'll see what happens. Anyway, like I was saying, it's not uncommon to have had some personal growth and development along the way lately. It makes sense that some of your old friends may no longer be a great fit for your age and stage now. You could have changed. They could have changed. You may want different things out of a friendship in midlife. But what's a pretty sure thing is that if you don't have friends as you age, you're highly likely to have regrets. But like everything we talk about here on the podcast, if you're not intentional about making friendships a priority, it just won't happen on its own. So don't beat yourself up for the situation you're currently in. Instead, it's the perfect time to practice some self-compassion and be clear about what you want. Think about the kind of woman that you want to become. Allow yourself to go beyond how much you want to weigh and how great you want to become at yoga. (laughs) So really think about what you want in a more broad context. Do you imagine yourself traveling and paying a high single supplement? Or do you imagine yourself sharing a room as you're gallivanting around the globe? Do you imagine yourself spending time with other women on a regular basis as you turn the pages into your next chapter? Or do you imagine yourself complaining about this the same way you're complaining right now a year from now, or five years, or 10 years? I have a feeling that you would like to make some amazing new friends. So let's take a look at some tips on how to make that happen. 
Number one, work on your mindset. We always have to start there. The way you think is directly related to what you create for yourself. Now, for sure, you can't control when someone's going to fall in love with your winning personality and become your bestie, but you absolutely can work on your mindset to believe that you can make amazing new friends. You may not be currently thinking anything like this if you find yourself telling others that you have no friends and that you don't know what to do. (laughs) Notice how thinking like this makes you feel hopeless. But if you thought something like this, that you're open to the idea that you know that you can make amazing new friends, bam, it's a completely different feeling and it will absolutely change your outcome, like how you show up in the world. So really work on that mindset. Could you think I'm open to the idea that I know how to make amazing new friends? Okay, number two, up your invitations. This means say yes to more invitations, even when you don't feel like it, and make more invitations too. Come up with some cool ideas and ask somebody to go with you, an old friend or somebody you thought you might like to spend more time with. Push yourself to do both of these things. One time I actually posted on Facebook because I couldn't find anybody to go to the immersive Van Gogh exhibit with me. It's like people already went. I was behind or something. (laughs) So I posted it. I'm like, if somebody's my friend on Facebook, I'm going to see if they want to go with me. And I found somebody. It was awesome. So number three, reach out. Reach out to your old friends that you miss. Beyond Facebook Messenger or text, I mean the phone, call someone. You can start on text, but don't finish there. Make an effort to really connect or reconnect with the people that you care about. Number four, smile more. Smile more when you're out and about. Yes, it's as simple as that. Be aware of how you present yourself even when you're at the grocery store. Make an effort to be friendly. That's really what it is. Number five, Join stuff. You can join online groups and communities, paid groups and unpaid groups, and you can do stuff in person too. But you have to join stuff. (laughs) Even if you start by going alone, start online if that's easier, but show up for yourself when you're there. One thing I've done in these groups is to pay attention to who I'm connecting with, who I love to listen to, who seems to share great perspective, and then I contact them for a Zoom call. I have an appointment on my online scheduler called Networking Brilliance, (laughs) and I send them a link. I'm making an effort to get to know somebody better. And last year, I made a point to do this, like a concerted effort. Any of the groups I was in, if somebody was particularly interesting or I I felt like a connection, I followed up. And I've done this in person, too. There have been at least three other coaches that I've seen online or I saw them speak at an event or something like that. And I just knew that we would end up being good friends. (laughs) I kind of stalked them a little bit in a good way, of course. I got to know them. I reached out. I invited them to things and I made amazing new friends in my 50s. Of course, I also told them that, you know, what I was up to, that I stalked them. (laughs) I knew that they were going to be my friend, that I chose them and I was excited about it. Now, I know Didi is still making a little noise, so I hope it's not too distracting. Anyway, another idea, of course, is the Women in the Middle Academy, and it's an amazing online community. You've probably heard me talking about it before. You are cordially invited to learn more about it, and I'll give you a little bit more information at the end. 
Okay, so to give you some ideas, think about what you do and what you like and amplify it. That's my strategy. So if you have a dog, I'm sure you love your dog, think about other dog stuff that you could get involved with. Maybe you have a parrot. (laughs) Maybe that would give you some other ideas too. But, you know, I have Nico the Noof. We're in the Ontario Newfoundland Association, one of them, which has been super fun. And our dog, Nico, has learned water rescue skills in one of those groups. We've also met other new phoners, which I don't know that I would have met normally, right? It was a very nice thing for us to do, and Nico had a lot of fun too. I remember hearing about the Palm Springs Poodle Walk, and that idea just made me smile. So you can get involved in all kinds of stuff with your dog. One of our dogs was trained as a therapy dog, and that was a lot of fun and super meaningful. So what are your interests? Either something you've always wanted to try or something you want to do more. Want to try badminton? Do it. Want to learn more about conservation? Join a group or a club. Love to quilt or scrapbook? You don't have to do it alone. There are groups for so many things, like probably everything. I'll tell you, I have way more friends, work and social than ever before. And I never expected this in my 50s. Now, one reason is because I have joined several coaching communities, both paid and unpaid, like I mentioned. I love doing this because people are so into it. When they make an investment of money and time, they show up and it's so easy to connect. Yes, all these groups I mentioned, they've been on Zoom, the coaching groups, but it's still been great. Want to travel? You don't just have to book the trip and then complain about the single supplement. (laughs) You can actively join a travel group. You can learn more about travel. Or maybe you want to learn about a specific country. Or maybe you want to learn about the cuisine in the specific country. Or maybe you want to learn the language or take a course at the museum. This is what I mean about amplifying it. So whatever it is you like, get at it from different perspectives. Amplify it. Same with volunteering. Giving back is a great way to put yourself out there, meet people, and feel good. These are like-minded people. Volunteer with something that amplifies your interest. Walking groups and other local meetups are a great way to meet people. It's a local thing. It's an in-person thing. And, you know, the safety and security, if you're worried about that, it's usually relatively low-risk situation. You're not, you know, you're with a small group of people. It's not a huge group. And people there want to meet people. So it's not like going into like a giant trade show by yourself. <laughs> it's, it's a relatively small group of people who are friendly because they also want to meet people. Want to just meet other women? No problem. Plenty of women-only groups too. There are tons of things you can do to have more high-quality relationships in your life. But the key, my friend, is to take responsibility for showing up in a way that attracts what you want. Start with the belief that you can make friends. Put a smile on your face and make sure you're very aware of the interests that you're willing to explore and you will have more fun and you will regret-proof your friendship situation. I think you're ready and this is a great way to have your own back and become the woman you want to become. A woman with a social circle that's perfect for her. Okay, that's it for this episode. As you know, my focus as a midlife coach is to help you become the queen of your brain domain. And what that means is learning how to get better at catching yourself in the act of thinking forward 
and wasting less time spinning and feeling stuck about what you want and how to get there. This is what regret-proofing your life is all about. Now, if you want to go faster and have more fun, the bottom line is that change is easier and better with coaching and support. I can help. You really have to join us in the Women in the Middle Academy. It's my six-month coaching program where you get the coaching you need to apply what you're learning here in the podcast and get the clarity and excitement in your life again that you've been looking for. Don't waste another second feeling stuck. It's so overrated. (laughs) Book your momentum call and we will take it from there. Head over to www.womeninthemiddleacademy.com. For show notes and links, go to www.susierosenstein.com and click on the podcast tab to find the information about this episode. Let's do this, ladies. It's time for you to put yourself first, one thought at a time. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll talk to you next week.